Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. On today's wrestling news, Big E has broken his neck. A son of a butch debuts on SmackDown. We've got a new title match added to WrestleMania. And Regal denies those health rumors beyond the grave. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Sea Dog to talk about all things wrestling. Uh, but before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, subscribe to the channel and links to each story are in the description. Click the timestamps and off you go. But first up, some sad news last night on Smackdown uh, about Big E and the fact that he has actually broken his neck. Um, so they were in a match it with Big E and Kofi Kingston going up against Ridge Holland and Sheamus. Uh, more on that match in a little bit. Um, but uh, there was a spot on the outside. Ridge Holland went to overhead belly to belly Big E, um, but just dropped him straight down on, on his head and neck. And it looked absolutely horrendous. Um, the match sort of ended a few minutes after when Sheamus pinned Kofi uh, whilst Big E was being seen to on the outside. And then he got stretched off and taken to a hospital. Uh, and he confirmed later on on Twitter, he put out a video just saying that he um, can move his arms, he can move his fingers and things like that. His strength seems okay, but he has actually broken his neck. And the video he put out, I genuinely don't understand how this man is so positive in such a scary, scary situation. Uh, he's an incredible guy and obviously all of us at What Culture wish him the absolute best and to get well soon, Big E, but horrible news coming out of last night's SmackDown. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that I, I, I had a, a conversation with my housemate this morning about this, because obviously when something like this happens, it's, it's such a universal thing. Somebody breaks the neck, somebody goes through this kind of injury, everyone everyone winces, everyone like not fully understands if it's never happened to them, but you just know that that's, that's a catastrophic, horrible thing. Yeah. And it's it just why the bad things happen to such awesome, lovely people. Do you know what I mean? It, I know it sounds like massively dramatic, but it is. It just feels like Biggie's had an awful couple of months in the wake of all the WWE title stuff. This is obviously a completely different ball game, and it's such a, a bigger yes. real life thing. But it's just sad. He deserves so much better. But the silver lining behind all this is when he does come back, when he gets that long-awaited return from this, from this awful injury, he's going to get a pop. He's going to get a pop, isn't he? He's going to get a big pop. Hopefully, a big old push. And just, I don't know, that all feels really trivial and small compared to this. I just want the guy yeah. to be okay and want him to keep in good spirits like he has been already. He's, he's just, we don't deserve him. We don't deserve Biggie. He's, he's if you haven't already seen it, go and check out his, um, the video he put out on Twitter. Like He's mm. moving his fingers around, but he just 
Like he's just such a lovely guy, and what it must be an absolute horrible situation. Yeah. I don't understand how he's still so lovely in this kind of uh, horrible outlook. But yeah, get well soon, Biggie. Yeah. It's sad, sad news. And, uh, and at least he can play loads of WWE 2K at home now for a little bit and just True. keep bashing yeah. himself and playing really good stuff with that. So that's all good stuff. But within this, within this match that this actually went down in, there was a there was a. A, an appearance, let's say. There was a person at ringside throughout all of this because Seamus and Ridge Holland have um, recruited a mate. And uh, you may know him by a different name, obviously, through, through NXT. And, you know, the main roster when he's been on it before. And I think it was on Raw years ago. He's been on it. He's done this before. And he's now called... He's called Butch. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is now called Butch. That's his nickname. That's how they know him. And that's how WWE want to know him now going forward. And the commentary team did not allude to the fact that his real name is Pete Dunne. And they just conned him Butch as a nickname. No, they just went all in. He's Butch. He's Butch now. And he played a part in the match. The conclusion, obviously, after all the terrible stuff that happened with Big E. Um, he played a part in the conclusion. He went after Kofi Kingston. He was like scrappy dudes, like fighting and all the rest of it. And that was, that was fine. But he's called Butch. <laughs> don't know don't know what else to kind of add to it it's it's one of those things where you just feel like they would be using it maybe as like an in joke or like just just trying to there's there's been reports potentially that it's the, the name Butch has like obviously a connection to Luke, the name Luke. So you got Luke and Butch, they're the Bushwhackers, all the rest of it. And Rich Holland's real name's Luke. So yeah, behind the scenes connection there. Or it could have something to do with the Little Rascals. And that was a show that was on 70 years ago. Which yeah. again shows you. That, yeah. that was a thing. That's yeah. It's not good. Not good. It's not good. Not good. Let's face it. I don't mind them as a pairing at all. Oh. Like Seamus, Ridge Holland, and Pete Dunne is actually quite a good little group. Yeah. Uh, but Butch, yeah, I don't understand. Pete Dunne put out a tweet I saw as well that just said Butch. And then a few spaces down. Probably. probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, it was right there, uh, Phil. It was right there. The bruiser waits. It was right yeah. there. It just, oh, no more Pete Dunne. It's happened again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. What are they doing? You've got him. He's fully packaged already. He's right there. You've been using him for ages. He's had some matches on Raw and SmackDown before. People know who this guy is. Why, why, what's the point? Why but do this? Why, why, do does, that? why Walter, does he get it? Gunter, Butch, none of them make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. You're just making them dorks. Why do those guys get like switched out into being dorks, but then Rich Holland stays Rich Holland? <laughs> There's just no continuity. There's no rhyme, no oh. reason. None of it makes any sense. It's just the whim of a crazy old man. Yeah, he doesn't look at Twitter, so he's not really going to care. He doesn't, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't look at any of the negative things out there because they're just biased and hard, yeah. so he, he oh, skips yeah. all that, yeah. <laughs> who, needs, who needs criticism, eh? The <laughs> absolute polar opposite sides of wrestling people, but. within, like, a segment. <laughs> you have all this real-life, like, trauma and just, like, well wishes to Big E and then yep. stupidity. <laughs> it's but. just... Oh, well, moving on. <laughs> Bad. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of SmackDown still, I guess. Uh, there was a new title match added to WrestleMania last night. Uh, Jimmy and Jay came out and they were talking about how like no team out there is worthy of placing them at WrestleMania, etc, etc. But Nakamura and Rick Boogs disagreed. They came out and challenged them. Uh, and it was Rick Boogs versus Jay Uso. And if Boogs won, then they get to face them at WrestleMania mm. for the titles. And then... Boogs won, and now they're going to go to WrestleMania to face them for the titles. So it is going to be the Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs on night two, probably, 
um, of WrestleMania. Yeah, I, this is an odd one because I think a lot of people maybe thought coming into WrestleMania, WrestleMania season, we we're maybe going to get this New Day versus Usos thing. Maybe not as the New Day because, you know, Vince McMahon doesn't like calling Big E and Kobe Kingston the New Day. So maybe this was yep. a change in plan after they saw what happened to Big E. We don't know that. That's not been confirmed officially, but... Perhaps this is a way of maybe capitalizing on the buzz that was around Nakamura and Boogs. They did have a lot of buzz, especially through the summer with all the electric guitar playing and the yeah. very, very much limp IC title run. So it's I'm conflicted over this because let's say, I don't know, if Nak and Boogs do somehow go on to win the big one at WrestleMania and they get a big guitar solo and it's great and we get that cool moment, I'm not filled with the most confidence that we're going to get a really great, epic title run after that because look what just happened with Nak and the IC title. So yeah. I don't know. Weird one, this. I think it's fine. Like, the tag, tag uh, division desperately needs new faces. Yeah. Nakamura and uh, Rick Boogs is someone they've not really done a lot of tag team stuff with mm. yet. Mm. Um, so there's a lot you can do in there. Um, but it just shows the sort of complete lack of depth yeah. in this division <laughs> entirely. And the complete afterthought that it is um, when they just kind of like, what? oh yeah, uh, the Usos need a match. Let's let's just put him up against these guys. Like Phil, I'm getting breaking news. Um, WWE have oh. actually just just brought in a new team. Uh, you may have never heard them before. They called the Fluffy. Wait, the Fluffy Old Youngsters. There they are. They're coming in. Two scousers from NXT. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be on SmackDown <laughs> next week. Wait. So. Soon <laughs> to be at the bottom of a card somewhere. <laughs> Way too soon, just be. Oh, yeah. Way too but, soon. But there, like, like I mean, you've got all these great teams out there in NXT, and you've got all this buzz that could be surrounding these guys coming up, and then when they come to the main roster, they're going to be given stupid names yeah. and be made to they look were stupid. On NXT level up, so they're busy. Yeah, I guess. Level up, apparently. <laughs> that's what they say. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. <laughs> I don't know how to seg into this next bit, so I'm just going to go straight. Oh, NXT. There you go. So this guy was very much involved go. with NXT for a spell. Mr. William Regal, the great, the mighty Regal. He's been in the headlines a lot over the last week um, for some, well, for all pretty, like, I don't know, sad reasons, I guess, for the most part. Because the first the first thing we were talking about earlier on in the week is the fact that he went over a little bit in his, uh, his first Dynamite appearance. And he was very apologetic about that on online because he's a gent. And he was like, I should be setting an example. I should be leading by example. And the didn't i messed up there that's fine but then there was a report on the wrestling observer newsletter 
saying that Regal apparently um, he was he was his his health condition just in general was a lot worse than what a lot a lot of people thought originally knew. So it was it was a cause for real concern. And he said that it was going to be revealed a bit more on the his upcoming talk, his Jericho appearance, like the actual details of what's going on with his health. But now Regal, ever the ever the scamp, ever the the scat scallion. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of old school like British words for scamp now. But he popped up on Twitter himself and said, no, none of this is true. This is all absolute bollocks, really, for want of a better phrase. He said he's healthier than he's been in years. And he just debunked it all. And he said, like, the stuff that he was talking about to someone, pretty much Jericho, I think is what he's alluding to, that is stuff that was going down in 2018. That was a long time ago. There's obviously been a miscommunication at some point here when Meltzer's got his information. And he said, there's just nothing to worry about, really. And then he followed this up by saying, I'm tweeting to you all from the grave. Goodness gracious, it's up down here. And then he said some other stuff. But yeah, he's clearly just having a bit of a, a laugh and a joke with it. But the real takeaway from all this is it appears Regal's fine. Like a lot of people yes. were really concerned about this on Twitter and on social media and the rest of it as soon as this news came out because we love Regal. And he was saying all this stuff about he's not long for this world in his first promo on Dynamite. And people were like, sorry, what? What? No, no, don't do this. <laughs> we're, not, yeah. we're not mentally ready for this. But it seems like he's okay. We love you, Mr. Regal. So... Bit of a weird bookend, this news, to be honest, because we've had the horrible <laughs> stuff with Big E, but then this is, I think it's a, bit, a lot more of a positive um, takeaway from this news. Yeah, definitely. I think this was, like, it's, there was a few things coming together to create a bit of a storm, but mm. it's like Meltzer obviously getting his wires crossed and then putting yeah. that out there. Um, and then, so you mix that in, and then as soon as he puts that out there, people's imaginations run wild, because then you go to the Dynamite yeah. promo and how emotional he was with Tony Schiavone, yeah. uh, and how he was talking about, like, that he doesn't have long for this world, and then it was like, oh, the kind of putting two and two together, yeah. and thinking the absolute worst. Um, so yeah, it just seems like Meltzer got his wires crossed somewhere, uh, and I guess we'll find out exactly what he was talking about when the Talkies Jericho podcast is released, but this is very yeah. good news that Regal is okay, because... Uh, yeah, I couldn't take that at the minute. He's no. absolutely fantastic. I love William Regal, and I am very excited to see what he does in AEW yeah. with uh, Moxley and Brian Danielson. It's all very exciting in that little yeah, situation. There's some incredible right. things that could come out of this. And in my opinion, they can run as long as they like, as long as we've got those three in the ring. I could have three segments Indeed. full of those three. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, perfectly happy with it. So yeah, good news for William Regal. Yeah. Uh, but we move over to your Twitter questions to end the video. Uh, the first question is speaking about AEW. Uh, comes from um, M Chalo on Twitter, who says, uh, "Hello, should Tony Khan keep booking everything in AEW? I have a feeling he's burning himself out, which might result in bad booking in the future. What do you think?" Oh, it's a tough one, this, because Meltzer, again, like we've obviously spoken a lot about Meltzer today, but he he mentioned it, that he's got so much on right now. He's got, obviously, the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's got the, the Fulham Football Club as well. And then now two wrestling promotions that he's booking at the same time. I think he said Ole Anderson's the only person that he can remember off the top of his head that, that did that at the exact same time, and he found it pretty damn near impossible to do. So I think Tony's a super smart businessman. He's not going to take on maybe more than what he can deal with. And if it does at one point feel like it is, too much for him to deal with he'll bring somebody in to who, who he respects and trusts to just run one of the things i think if anything he'll probably get somebody to run ring of honor more than AEW because AEW is his first love but i think he'll have a go because he's ambitious he loves a challenge and he'll try and keep these two things juggling in the air along with two massive sporting clubs and yeah i'm not sure what else to add to it i think tony Khan knows what he's doing yeah i think yeah, I mean, he's a crazy person, let's yeah. face it. Yeah. He's, he's running, uh, writing Dynamite Rampage 
AW Dark and Dark Elevation. Now he's adding Ring of Honor to that. That's a hell of a lot of yeah. weekly TV to write. And then you like AW isn't even his only job. Like he's got all these other things. He's got his two football clubs in different <laughs> countries uh, and laughing. different sports. It's it's ludicrous. Yeah, absolutely ludicrous how he gets everything that he gets done done. Mm. And I don't understand it. Uh, but I think you're right. I think burnout is a very real thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it very much could happen. But hopefully, yeah, like you say, Tony Khan has the has the wherewithal to realize mm-hmm. this and step down or uh, take a few things off his plate before it gets a bit too much. Yeah, I think he's got options. Do you know what I mean? He's got he's got people that he could probably bring in. So we'll just see. He's working with a hell of a lot of very very talented mm-hmm. people. So I'm yeah. sure there is someone there that could take over some of these roles. Yeah. Cody, um, but we'll have to wait and Did... see. <laughs> Did you um, do yeah. that? Oh, I do, yeah, I do, yeah. Do, do. Uh, the f- next question comes from Trey Ricegraff, uh, who says, uh, I'm a big Charlotte fan. I think she's the greatest women's wrestler of all time, but every one of her storylines are just so boring. Is that more on her or WWE just not trying to get depth and intriguing storylines? I'd, le- I'd lean more towards the latter because Charlotte is pretty awesome at what she does. She's great. Like the, Her in-ring quality has now started to like step back up to where it was before she had a bit of time away in 2020. Um, her character is just one of those right now, though, where it doesn't feel like she's been challenged. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not. She's not been put in those like high-pressure situations where the diamonds are made, for want of a better phrase. And like, there's not been iron sharpening iron. Like, I think when she's up against somebody like Rousey, the best of her comes out because it's somebody who's really a match, like both as in terms of a star and as a performer. Whereas a lot of the people she's been taking on maybe over the last couple of months, especially, it's just not really been. I don't know, it's not been exciting. It's stuff maybe we've already seen before. I know we've seen little glimpses of the Rousey stuff, but not too much. It's not been overexposed, whereas that we've got a full program with just these two now. It feels special, it feels new. Every time she has something that you can tell she's really compelled by and interested in, she's delivered. Like, look at the Becky Lynch stuff this year, like that. You could tell they were both immersed in that, and that was some of the best Charlotte stuff we've seen since she came back. So I think given the right material, she can smash it, but for the most part, she's not had some very great material over the last couple of months, has she? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I, pretty much exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Like you look back at her run through like 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. um, and it was all absolutely incredible. And she's great, but you need to get Charlotte motivated. It seems mm-hmm. like if she's if she's not that interested in what she's doing, probably comes across that she's not that interested in what she's yeah. doing. She's the uh, she's one of, those of the women's division. That sounds pretty exactly. much exactly. Yeah. Uh, she knows she's that good, and she mm-hmm. just where yeah, likes to be challenged with yeah. things. And Can't something blame. like a Becky Lynch or a Ronda Rousey brings out that. Um, but when you're just chucking her in there with a bunch of pies and Tony Storm, it maybe doesn't work out so well. Yeah. So you've got to, you, you get what you uh, what you give with Charlotte, mm-hmm. and if you give her crap storylines, probably going to get crap storylines. But if you give her something juicy, you're going to get something absolutely brilliant. So yeah, just WWE 100% need to up their game in booking the entire women's roster, mm-hmm. uh, women's division at the minute because uh, it's not great let's say is it no. really like everything from like you've got that top upper echelon kind of part of the women's division which is like eye-catching and everything else below that yeah. just a bit there really isn't it yeah and like you look at some of the great matches that have come out recently like last year's mania with like bianca belair and sasha banks like mm. the build to that was terrible yeah. match itself fantastic when you leave it up to the wrestlers to do what they do best they knock it out of the park and it's absolutely brilliant but when you've got the wwe writing to get there not the best but yeah. we know we can do it we've had times back in the beginning of the pandemic and just before that there was times when we had layered storylines throughout the women's mm-hmm. division where everything meant something and everything was intriguing mm-hmm. uh, and made you want to continue watching and we just need mm-hmm. to get back to that i miss bailey just write better is basically <laughs> what i'm saying yeah <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, I miss Bailey too. Uh, <laughs> I thought doesn't? I went missing. I was like, no, Phil. <laughs> I need Bailey in my life again. Uh, the last question of the day is a very easy one to answer, let's mm. face it. Uh, Dean of Misanthropology says, uh, Big E, is he or is he not the nicest guy in wrestling? Horrible human being. Yes. No, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the legend, the, the living legend, and we love him. We absolutely love him species, and everyone does. I mean, I think it says more about you as a person if you don't love Big E. He's an absolute just 100%. icon. Great man. Yep, he's the best he's a lovely guy he is exactly what he is on tv when you meet him in real life we worked with him a tiny bit with the our heroes rock stuff when we got the live stream and the interviews and things and talking to him behind the scenes he's a lovely lovely guy i love him he's beautiful person practices what he preaches and we just send him all the power of positivity that we can send it all out and you only have to look at the amount of tweets that people that know him have come out with Mm -hmm. today uh, with well wishes and things like that. He yeah. is a very well loved man. He's the nicest guy in wrestling, confirmed. Yep. <laughs> Nothing else to uh, add. That's that. Yeah, that's, that's the end of the news video. So thank you very much for watching. If you want, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Phil My Chambers and you can follow Gareth at GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, including Butch. Let us know. We're intrigued. Um, uh, But most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.